Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Girls, girls, girls. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I want to do this podcast for... The women out there that feel like they're in a desperate situation to where they feel like they're all alone and and nobody cares for them. Really just anybody in general that doesn't feel connected to anything you know what I mean because if God didn't exist right there is actually no meaning to life what would be the meaning of life without a creator I just want to share with anybody right now listening that doesn't feel connected who probably doesn't believe in God, who it's weird. It's weird how you have to learn to look at things because I could never look at life this way. I, it was hard for me to not compare myself to the rest of the world. It was hard for me to be like, I'm walking and they're driving why are they driving? Why do they got a nice car? Why do they got their own place? Why do they got a good career? Why do they have a good job? Uh, why they always got stuff to do? You know, how can they afford to eat at a restaurant like this and that? I was caught up in it. It wasn't that bad when I was growing up because we didn't have the internet like that. And I feel really old to even say that. I mean, I did have it once. I graduated and went to college, then it was there at my school, but now I just feel like it's worse because you can see all this stuff on the internet, and a lot of people really be faking the funk, like I know people personally that do not live any type of lifestyle whatsoever anywhere close to how it looks on Instagram or Facebook. I mean, these people have perfected the art of faking it. You know, go buy a nice suit at the thrift store. Go stand outside of a nice restaurant. Um, stand in front of a nice car. I mean, a lot of these things, I mean, they could just be faked so easily. And uh, back in the day with the rappers, the rappers did that. They had the MTV Cribs, and like 90% of those houses weren't the rappers. They rented them for the day. I think the only person who didn't go along and do it was Redman. Redman was like, nah, 
come to my crib. And he was like, this is my apartment. You got to touch the two wires together to ring the doorbell. That's my cousin sleeping on the floor. That's my other cousin sleeping on the floor. This is the Xbox. This is the, uh, the PlayStation. I don't know, but I respect the red man for that because a lot of people was faking the funk and he ain't do that. You know, he kept it 100, but it let people know that people really are not living the lifestyle like that. A lot of, a lot of, you know, celebrities today don't live lives like that. You know what I mean? Um, I think they said, uh, Triple X Tentacion, he was living, in a nice crib, but it was with his family. He was still living at home with his family. I think Lil Pump was staying with his family still. But um, I just, it's just not a lot of artists don't really don't really live like that, you know. And a lot of people online don't live like that. And so it's an illusion, you know. And right now, nobody wants to work. Everybody just wants to live like. This lifestyle, like they, they got it made and it doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. Like, honestly, it's not really hard to make a lot of money and live a lifestyle where you have a lot of money, but it does take persistence. You know, um, you can go buy a lawnmower right now and that's a business. Buying a lawnmower is a business. You can spend two or three hundred dollars. You could work a month at Burger King and have enough money to buy a lawnmower and a weed whacker. And now you're in business for yourself. You can design a flyer on your phone, download a free app, design the flyer, send it to Kinko's and have them print it up and then go door to door and put it on people's doors. That's how I did it when I started a landscaping company. I ran it into the ground, and um, yeah, I, I fumbled the ball for sure. But it's there, like it's there. If you got a car, print up a two magnets and stick them on your doors, and now you're a taxi driver. You know, it is hard, but you know everybody doesn't start off with the same type of opportunities or tools. Some people who are 15 and 16 years old don't have cars. And then there are some people who do have cars and a cell phone and these things are provided for them. And it gives them a head start in life. You know, I didn't have that. I mean, my dad didn't buy me a car when I was 15 or 16. He did end up buying me a van for like six hundred dollars uh, at a dealership because it was a trade in. And it was in the back. And they were like, yeah, you can have this for like five or 600 And my dad did that for me. And I was like 21 at the time or something like that. So um, I had to wait a long time, you know, and it still wasn't a great vehicle. It broke down a lot and all that, but it was something. But it's late. It's like a quarter to four in the morning right now. And I usually don't be up this late, but... Um, I'm single, and so I was talking to a couple of women tonight, both both very beautiful women, not ugly at all, and um, one I was kind of talking to for like a couple of days or whatever, 
And then one I just started talking to tonight. And it wasn't too, it wasn't very long, like before I said, you know, we should link up or, you know, like go get something to eat or go catch a movie or, or something like that. And they said, How much money do I got? And I was just tripping, like, wow. Cause they beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not approaching a woman as if she's an escort or a prostitute. I'm just approaching her like, I'm attracted to you. You know, let's see if we got anything in common. And then maybe go out and kick it. Like, I'm at a point where I don't even really care about sex. I mean, of course, sex is a good thing, but I'm like really trying to take my walk with Christ seriously, you know, and I'm a Christian and I want to do everything by the book right now. Like, I don't want to half step, you know what I mean? I want to do things the right way. So I want to court a woman. I want to go on a date with a woman, a couple of dates. I want to get to know her. I don't want to have sex. I don't want to do anything sexual. Like, I want to wait. And get married and do things the right way. You know what I mean? And um, my last relationship was a long relationship. It was like 13 and a half years or something. It was long. It was a long time. I met the girl when I was 24. And I just broke up with her like two years ago. So, I don't know. It was 37, 38. I don't even remember. But I'm 39 now. So, um. Yeah, because it was in 2016. Yeah, November 2016. So, yeah, I was 37. But anyway, um, I don't know. Like, by them asking me for money, it was just like, damn, anybody with money can have them. That's not very special to me at all. Like, I don't want that at all. I'm good. Like, I'll pray for them. My heart's broke a little bit because they was pretty and I was really trying to develop some type of friendship, you know. And it just went straight to that, you know. And uh, I didn't. The one girl, she was like, well, you don't have to give me money and to do anything with me. Um, you don't have to do anything with me at all. You can just give me money so I could feed my kids because we're about to be homeless. And I just, man, it, that kills me, bro. Like that, I can't, I don't understand. Like I do understand because I understand the way it works with God. Like this life isn't a game. It's not a joke. Like, you really cannot afford to make any type of mistakes. It's like we're on a tightrope and we got to do everything perfect. The good thing is, if we do make mistakes, there is forgiveness. And there is, like, a, a, a way to get out of uh, that that mess that we made for ourselves. You know what I mean? If we're serious. But if we keep sinning and we keep messing up, then it's like this. Every time you sin, right, the devil gets permission to fuck with you. Excuse me for cussing because I'm trying to be a good dude right now. But that's just the truth. 
And like I explain this to a lot of people and they don't get it. They think, oh, you tripping, you did it, did No, I'm 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 living it. I'm 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 studying it. Like I will sin purposely. You know, I will watch porn and masturbate. And then the whole next day is gonna be a bad day for me. And I notice it. I already I can tell by the way the day starts. It could be something simple as I can't, I try to put my shorts on and I fall down or something like that because my foot got caught in the bottom of it or something. Or I'm trying to wash the dishes and I stab myself with the knife and start bleeding. Or I shut the car door, my my jacket's caught in it. And then right away I'm like, okay, I know something's going on, but I won't. I won't feed into it. I'll just let the day keep going. And then somebody cuts me off in traffic, flips me off. A random person might come up and uh, step on my shoe. Um, I'll just deal with like a lot of negativity. But I'm so aware and focused that I know where it's coming from, you know. And then it's like, well, why would God allow... Or give Satan permission to mess with you. It's simple. Because in the beginning, when God created everything, he said everything was good. Hence the reason Lucifer, a.k.a. Satan, has been alive for so long. Because it's the proof that no matter what Satan does, there's still going to be good things that come out of it. I know that's so hard for some people to understand, but... People get sick of themselves. People get sick of Satan. This is Satan's world. And you get tired of it. You could be smoking 100 blunts a day like me and you'll get tired of smoking weed at some point. And you'll quit smoking weed like I did. You could sniff coke all the time. You could just find a way to always be able to, to, to cop some dope. But you will get sick of it. You will get sick of yourself. You will get tired of this life because there's you're not connected to the source. You know what I'm saying? So my advice to anybody who's really, really, really going through it right now. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. Don't don't be trying to sell your vagina or sell your mouth or rent out your mouth to strange men who could be carrying venereal diseases or anything. They got new diseases. They got ads all over campus right now that there's a new gonorrhea out that cannot be cured. An uncurable form of gonorrhea is on the loose right now. How do you think it spreads? Through sex. From one desperate moment. Who And, and with these women, man, who knows? I mean, they they continue to do it. You know, like... They don't care about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it comes down to it, it, on a deep down level. And another thing is, too, is they think these guys are attractive. They're only going to respond to dudes that they probably would have sex with for free. And so if they can get money, that's a bonus to them. But never, ever. Like, I mean, when I was growing up, I'm not going to lie. Like, I had all the girls, like. From different schools and everything. They was on me all the time. You know. I remember just having girls come and knock on my door at my house. 
that I've, I've seen them in the neighborhood. I've seen them on a the bus. Never talked to them in school. Never talked to them in the neighborhood. Maybe knew like a couple people that knew them and maybe been at a party or something where they was at. But never actually spoke to them to the point to where we could be considered friends or anything. And these girls would literally come to my house and knock on my door and ask my dad for me. And my dad was just like, you got all these girls? Like, why don't you date her? This girl, there's this girl named Kelly Mesmer. And my dad was like, why don't you date her and did this and that? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I wasn't, I just never really... Like, I like hanging out with girls. Like, I, there was a girl that had a trampoline in the barn, and we went to, to her house, and we'd be out back jumping on a trampoline, playing in the barn, and we just did kid things like that. You know what I mean? I'm talking like when I was like 14, 15, 16 years old, when I was growing up around that age, and it didn't change. Like, when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, like, I always had women pursue me, and... So I never really ever had to pursue a woman, you know what I mean? And now, like, I'm like, well, you know, men are supposed to pursue women. So now I've been single for like a year and a half. Like at first, I didn't even want to try to do anything because I always thought me and my wife was going to get back together. But her mind was so occupied. She was focused on everything but me that I knew it was a wrap, you know, and uh so I just I just emotionally disconnected completely from her and 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 am actually disgusted by her now like I couldn't I can't even be in the same room with her for too long I just I get so irritated because I know that she's a hoe like I know she out hoeing it up you know what I mean and I don't know I don't think women understand that like men absolutely have no respect for you that's why they call you thoughts or thotties or whatever you know what I'm saying like you just a thought, like you just, you, you, you there for a second and you gone, but it's also the manipulation from the media and the music, you know, Carta B, I fuck him, then I get some money. It's the programming, it's the repetition. And it's like, this new generation is a lot more intelligent than that because they can be, because the information is out there. You have a choice to what you're consuming and you are what you consume period point blank you know what i mean if you watch porn all the time then what do you think you're gonna be a fucking pervert you're gonna be a creep you know if you you it's easy when you start talking to people you could probably tell immediately what type of music they listen to and then when you listen to hip-hop and the stuff that they promote on the hip hop radio stations is really disgusting because all they promote is sex, drugs, and violence. That's what they think of you. And just so you know, the private owners to the penitentiary systems are the people that run the labels, the, the recording labels and the movie and film companies. That's why it makes sense for them to create movies and music that brainwash and program you so you can fill up the penitentiary system so they can get all that government tax money, which is what pays for the penitentiary systems. You feel me? And the information is out there. Like when you start connecting the dots, you wake up and you start realizing like you've been played for the fool. You're, you are being played like an idiot. 
But does that mean that you join the elite and you start taking advantage of the people who don't know, the idiots, and just so you can have the money and have that lifestyle? You'll never fill that void. The only thing that will ever fill that void is Jesus, the creator. He's unlimited. Would you rather buy a bottle of water or buy the ocean that produces the water or the lake or the freshwater lake with the waterfall where you just put your bottle under the waterfall and, and get the water, right? They say you teach a man to fish and he can fish for a lifetime, but if you just give him fish, then he's still going to be dependent on you. So if this system, this government is just giving you stuff, they want you to be dependent on them so you don't find a way to survive. These schools don't teach you nothing. They're not teaching you how to survive out here. But the birds, they don't worry. The rabbits, they don't worry. Another thing is you guys are getting hypnotized with the homosexuality. Women dating women like and men dating men is just disgusting. It don't even make no sense. Now, as a man, I'm not going to lie. Like, obviously, because I was in the world, I did get programmed to that. And I did think that I wanted to be with multiple women at the same time and and had that experience. You know what I'm saying? But I gave my life to Christ, so I'm a different person now. And it's it's something that's just happening. Like when you really give your life to Christ and you get baptized and the Holy Spirit is like dwelling in your temple, you perceive things differently. Things that used to stimulate and entertain you don't do it no more. You can go to the club and feel completely out of place and you was just there turning up and getting getting stupid, crazy and lit and 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 now it's gone. That whole feeling is gone. Like it just it just don't last no more. I don't know. I just don't want y'all to be desperate. I just don't want y'all to revert to worrying because Satan is the accuser. He's the one that accuses you and makes you feel like crap once you do the things he tries to get you to do. I know for a fact that if you have any goodness to you, anything good in your soul, then when you do something wrong, even if it's on a very, very, very subtle level, like a quiet level where you barely notice it, Something feel off. Something don't feel right. If you're having premarital sex, something don't feel right. You don't know what it is because you don't know the Lord. You don't know his word. But that's what it is. It's a disconnect because we weren't created for that. We are created for so much more. But when Eve ate the forbidden fruit and gave it to Adam, they was pretty much saying like, yeah. We gonna we'll we'll figure it out on our own. We'll, we'll we'll decipher good from evil on our own, and and that's the curse that we living under. None of this stuff is. We weren't created to die. That's not what life was really about, you know. And just like I always say in my podcast, I try to always mention it to everybody that there's a glass firmament. Nobody can get to space, and those are not planets. Those are stars. And there's no such thing as extraterrestrials or aliens. There's only demonic fallen angels. Lucifer took a third of the angels with him when he left heaven. Those planets that you think are planets, those are stars that are disobeying God's orders. 
All the other stars are where they're supposed to be. God said he knows the names of all the stars. He created everything. Every grain of sand knows every hair on your head. I mean, nobody, this didn't just happen from a big bang. Like There wasn't just an explosion and then life formed and rabbits produced rabbits and birds produced birds and goats produced goats and lions produced lions. And No, that's not... That's not how it happened. I mean, if there was a big bang, it's because that was God like, yo, I'm creating this. Let there be light. Boom. And there was light. You know, that's the only thing. There's no such as, such thing as evolution. If that's the case, go through all your great grandparents' photos. They should look more like an ape than you do. The farther back you go, the more they should resemble an a ape or a monkey. It's bullshit. I'm sorry, I got to cuss, but I got to call it for what it is. It's bullshit. Y'all been lied to. Stop selling your pussy. Stop giving top. Like, that's a sacred temple. Don't pollute it. Respect it. You know what I'm saying? And, and ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Start studying his word. Go to the YouTube channel, Still Small Voice, to get your feet wet. The lady who runs it, her name's Claire. Just listen to her videos. She's got a whole website with all these videos on it, but all those videos are on her YouTube channel, and it's something for everybody there. But I'm telling you, when you start watching these videos, you're going to gain an immense power, the power of awareness, the power of true knowledge. To know that this is Satan's world. And he has so many different... He knows you so well. He's been around you since birth. He doesn't know the thoughts that you think in your head. But you don't know the thoughts that other people think in their head. And you can pretty much figure out... You know... How they feeling just by body language. Their posture. Um, their mannerisms. Um, you know... The heaviness of their breathing, the tonality and dictation of their voice. I mean, if we can do that as humans and we don't know nothing, imagine how good Satan is at it, you know. And when you're alone, you're not really alone because there's demons and angels around you, you know. But you have to ask the angels for help, you know what I mean. You have to employ them. They're unemployed until you ask for their assistance. God has so many gifts and blessings that he wants to give you. You just have to ask them and you have to make an effort to change from your sinful ways. So if you're selling sex, that's a sin. That actually immorality, that's like the biggest sin right now. Since we're in the end times, that's leading so many people away from the church. Uh, honestly, I was on a Christian singles group on Facebook. And I seen two posts today by the lady that runs the group. And she's like, I will not tolerate this type of behavior going on. I don't know exactly what she was talking about, but I'm guessing I have no idea. I didn't I couldn't even listen to the whole video. Like I was just looking at her and she had like fake hair. She had this really bright lipstick on. And it's just like, I don't want to judge because I'm not perfect. You know, I'm trying. I just really started to devote my life to Christ these last three years. So from like 2015 to now, and I've backslid a lot since then. I went back to smoking weed and watching porn. And uh, 
Those are like my vices. Those are the things that get me every time. Why? Because I get stressed out with my job. I get stressed out um, being alone. I was in a relationship for, for almost 14 years. I came home to a woman every day. I had two dogs and two birds and it was my family pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And boom, it's gone out of nowhere. And then I moved in with my dad and it was like, okay, well, you know, I don't got a girl no more. I don't got my dogs. I have my birds. I did get those back. But then my dad got brain cancer and died. And part of it was because I think I tried to sell my soul to Satan because I was just at, I got desperate like y'all, you know what I mean? I was at the end of my rope. I tried to commit suicide like a handful of times in my life, you know? So I've been to dark places and, and been like where I don't want to live. I said it all the time. I really don't want to be here because I never asked to be created. None of us did, but we're here. We're stuck. And you got two choices, heaven or hell. The world that we see here, the physical world, or the spiritual world. And the spiritual world is where we came from. It's what animates the flesh. You know, like they say, as above, above so below. Well, actually, that's a satanic uh, thing that they say. But, um, you know, we do come from the spirit. We come from the light. You know, we are of the day and Satan is of the night, which is weird because... I'm up late. I'm always up late. I've always been a night out. And I really don't like the daytime because the sun be too hot these days and to be in my eye. And so I know what it's like to just completely not be a goody two shoes, to not be spiritual, to not be obedient to Christ. I understand what it's like to be mad at God all the time and yell and scream at him and, and have temper tantrums and fits. I get it. I have a horrible, horrible anger problem, horrible rage problem, and a murderous rage at that, where I've done horrible things in my life that I regret and will probably never tell anybody, you know, but I know that's not, that's not what this is about. I know that's not my calling. I know that's not my destiny in life. I made like a lot of angry music and was real energetic and um, always had a lot of enemies, even when I never tried to have enemies. I mean, there's a point where I was like, man, fuck the world. Fuck everybody. Anybody got a problem with me, they can get it ASAP, stupid quick. Coming to see you right now. Come see you in the middle of the night. Burn your shit down. You know what I'm saying? Just an evil person. I, I mean, I remember... When I was staying in North Linden in Columbus, I was staying off of Zelda by Hudson. And I this white boy across the street, he was like a security guard or a bouncer or something, but he just kept trying to act hard. His name was Nate, you know what I'm saying? And this is when I was really trying to draw close to Christ. And just all these people, man, they gossip behind your back, they talk shit. And I was cool with everybody, and I sold... I sold drugs, so I was always sharing my drugs for free. And then one person to get mad because I smoke a blunt with this my neighbor, but I didn't go across the street and smoke a blunt with them. 
And it just started getting weird like that. And then people just started hating and my car tires get slashed and somebody threw dog shit at on my window. The 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 Nate dude. Um man, I I was gonna poison his kids when I started beefing with this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like th- that's how sick sick I, I got in my mind. To where I was like, I'm gonna poison his kids. And I, I actually put the poison in the candy and the first day I wanted to see if they would even take any candy from me and they did so I knew this the next day I was going to poison them you know what I mean and the dude Nate he was in his car he looked at me in the rearview mirror and he seen me handing the, the, the candy to his kids and I looked at him and I laughed evil laugh because I'm like I'm, I'm murder your kids you know what I'm saying like I'm just being honest here you know what I mean Satan ran my life. When I woke up in the morning, Satan would remind me of like 10 or 15 people that owed me money that I had to go see about. You know what I'm saying? I had to go pull up on them. You know what I mean? Like that was my life. I sold drugs and I hunted people down and and did fucked up shit to people all the time. You know what I'm saying? I will tell you one time I did I did poke a motherfucker with, with, with an ice pit. I gammed him like three or four times in his stomach because one of my bags was short and I knew he pinched it. And then after I gammed him, I went to the place where he got my drugs from and um, I just I, I started throwing rocks through their windows and started breaking their windows. I wanted to shoot him, but I, I was like, well, this is this is me choosing the lesser of two evils. But I just explained it how I was thinking, how Satan had me thinking. And it didn't help that I'm listening to music that's talking about murdering and killing people. You know what I mean? Like all everything that came from hip hop and rap really destroyed my life. It gave me a false sense of reality and hope. Um and if anybody could have made it rapping, it probably was me because I was I was rapping with Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony, a Grammy Award winning artist that rapped with Tupac and Biggie. I mean, this dude was stupid famous in the late 90s. You know what I mean? And I linked up with him in the early 2000s. So the possibility that he was still there and I was fucking with him when his people was still putting out music. They put out like an I Tried movie and, and, and uh, music video. That was the time that I, w- I was dealing with, with Busy, you know what I'm saying? And it was all there for me. But there was things that I had to do that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to go worship Satan and I didn't want to do anything homosexual because I'll never be a homosexual. It's disgusting to me. Which is weird because, like I said, I have fantasized about two women before. But these are not my thoughts, you know what I mean? That's why as torturous as it was for me to stay in the Word every day, to stay listening to pastors and the church sermons, that was torturous for me. It was torturous because I have so many demons in me. And I still got demons, but the demons that are with me now are the really ancient demons, the old demons that can bear listening to the word every day, to that they can bear listening to the gospel. But you know, I'm 39. I don't look it. I look pretty young for my age, honestly. And there's people that are younger than me that look way older than me. And these people 
still listen to that type of music and still consume those type of movies and consume flesh. Like we were never supposed to eat meat. That's a big lie. I mean, that's where all the diseases come from. You're eating dead carcass. Doesn't matter that it's been refrigerated or not. It's dead. There's no life in it. You know what I'm saying? Fruits and vegetables is what we're made to eat. You know, grains, nuts, um, fruits, vegetables, and water, you know. And they, they're poisoning the water. They got fluoride in the water. That was a shit that, that Hitler used to dumb down, you know, um, all those people he killed. They know it so well. They know it so well. We're being attacked from every single angle. People are becoming more heartless and cold. Everybody's a gangster because they think it's cool because they manipulated and tricked you into thinking that it was cool to kill each other, to talk down on each other, to be evil, malicious towards each other. We're demonic and we don't even realize it. You know, Pac said we're in hell and we don't real our, our dumb ass is not known. And, and that's pretty much the truth. This is like right before hell. It's definitely not heaven. I mean, we get heaven from nature, from the clouds, you know, the weather. That's that, that's pretty much the remnants, the remaining uh Traces of heaven, you know, animals, the animals look up to us, you know what I mean? Like we're not supposed to be killing the animals. They look up to us. We're here to take care of the earth and the animals. The animals are like babies, you know, they're like little kids. They look up to us, you know, but now they're afraid of us. They run from us because of the energy that we harness and harbor. I don't know, man, but I know God provides perfectly. I know the birds are not worrying about where they're going to sleep, what they're going to eat, or what they're going to drink every day, nor do any of the other animals in the wild. Now, maybe animals in captivity, you know, they might be, you know, panicking and freaking out a little bit if they're not getting fed and, you know, getting water to drink. But God provides perfectly. So one thing you can be certain of is you're going to be okay. Um, death, disease, these things happen, but these things are nothing to be sad about because that means you're going home. Pre uh, absent from the body is present with the Lord. So it's a good thing. You know what I mean? I can't wait to die, to be honest with you. My dad just died. I know he's in a better place. He's happy. At least I pray that he is uh, in heaven. I, w I hope that he would be in heaven. Because he was a good dude. He did dumb stuff like we all do. You know, he may have uh, cheated some people or not came, not followed up on his word, broke a promise, and uh, been a little bit self-centered. But we all are like that, you know. It's really rare to find a, a good friend, to find someone who's... Um, not like the world, you know, especially now because everybody's like very worldly and very much like the world. Um, there's a lot of Christians who aren't able to really walk the walk because they're not completely surrounded 
by Christian things. They're not, you know, going to a church. They're not in a Christian community. I actually did go to church, you know, but I was getting attacked in church. I mean, I had women looking at me like seductively, you know, like it's all in the eyes. You know, just remember that everything's in the eyes. You know what I mean? So um, and I'd be there with my wife, you know, Um I went to the movies one time with my wife and some Asian chick walked out of the movie theater that I was walking into with my wife and she was walked out with a guy. He was walking ahead of her and my girl was walking ahead of me. I was right behind her, though. I was like really close to her. Her boyfriend wasn't. He was he was a good three or four feet in front of her and he was beelining it straight to the bathroom or something. I don't know, but he was not looking back. And she grabbed my butt. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't even... I mean, what I'm, I'm not going to make a... I didn't know what to do. I was caught off guard, but I'm not going to tell my girl because she's going to probably try to fight her. But I'm just like, wow, she's with her dude. I'm with my wife. And she came at me like that. You know what I mean? So, obviously, you know, I just... Went back into the movie theater, but when they came back in the movie theater, um, I seen her and she was looking and I was just shaking my head like that, that chick is crazy. Like, what was she thinking? But I don't know. Now that I'm single, like I don't even talk to women because I've been so programmed being in a relationship for 14 years to not speak to women and, and talk to them, you know, like in public like that. Now. I did have issues where I flirted with girls online, but that was something that stemmed from my wife planting the seed about having a threesome. And then she was on the Internet looking for a woman for us to bring home. And she was even talking to some women. And then they completely excluded me out of it. And I got mad. And then she said she wasn't talking to him no more. And then she never said nothing about the threesome. But I was still looking for a girl to have a threesome with with me and my wife, but, um, it never panned out and it, it probably wouldn't have anyways, because I've been on God's radar. And when you give your life to Christ, you know, and I did it three times in my life, you know what I mean? But each time the first time wasn't, I was a kid. The second time I was still a kid. I was like 18, 19 years old. So when I did it, you know, like three years ago, um, I was serious because I had enough of myself. I had enough of that lifestyle. I actually started beginning to get disgusted by it because everywhere I went, everybody thought they was just a gangster. I mean, that's exactly how it is today. It doesn't matter where you go. People would rather be what they think is cool and gangster and, and, and hip and going with the flow like everybody else. Um, that this is their whole persona and demeanor. Like they really think like this, you know, it's just successful manipulation and programming, you know, and nobody's exempt from it. I mean, police officers are going to act the same way as a criminal acts. Judges are going to act that way. They're going to tell dirty jokes and think they're funny and get everybody in the courtroom to laugh. And it's completely out of character. Like nobody is setting an example no more. Nobody's setting the example.
And the people that are, we don't hear about them because they don't promote that. What is the news all about? Exactly. They're not promoting anything good on the news. You're going to get 90% bullshit and then maybe here and there they're like, oh, you know, this your city and state got nominated for best apple pies. I mean, I don't know, but it's just like they know what they're doing and they're all part of it and they're all probably going to go to hell. The people who probably are going to get a pass are the people who don't even realize it. You know what I mean? And some people do realize it, but they don't realize it to that extent. They don't think it's that serious is what I'm saying. They don't, it don't register as being a, a issue or a problem. It's just, uh, you're overlooking it into it or, you know, you're overreacting. No. If you if you have anything in you that is 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 Christ like which we do because we, we we were made in His image we all have it, um, but how do you live? You know, are you living that? Because if you're not living that, um, then you're just like everybody else. But if you are living that, then you will be persecuted. If you are trying to do the right thing, you know, somebody drops a hundred dollars in front of you and then they walk out the store. What are you going to do? Are you going to pick it up and hand it to them and give it to them? Or are you going to put your foot over it, wait for them to leave and then bend down and pick it up and put it in your pocket? It doesn't matter if you got money or you don't got money. Let's say you don't have the money. You really need that hundred dollars. You think that's a blessing. Well, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? So one thing is for certain is God sees and knows everything. And he's quiet, but he really isn't quiet. He is communicating with you. He wants you to search him out and find him. And I think it was the gospel of um, Thomas, which isn't in the Bible at all. So you got to find the books that aren't in the Bible because you're like, well, why did they take that? How come it's only 66 books in the Bible? Why 6-6, right? Because, man, Satan don't want us to know. Like, we actually have power. This is our earth. You know what I mean? Like, Satan is on a short leash and his time is coming to an end really, really soon now. Because after the rapture, then you got a seven-year tribulation. So if you don't make the rapture, yeah, you'll be here in the tribulation and it's going to suck, but you can still give your life to Christ and not take the mark of the beast. And when Jesus comes back after the seven year tribulation, um, you'll have a second chance. You know what I mean? And the way it's looking, I'm probably going to be in a tribulation because um, I backslide pretty frequently, you know. I get lonely, watch porn, or I get stressed out, smoke weed, and then, I, then I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not doing this no more. I'm done. And then sure enough, as soon as I say I'm done, somebody hits me up that I haven't spoke to in forever. Like, oh, bro, I got, I got the dumb, stupid deal on some fucking gas. You know what I mean? 
Or I'll be like, man, I'm done. I, I, I don't, I'm not even going to talk to no women no more. I'm done. Don't, I don't look at them when I'm walking in the street. And it's summertime. So, I mean, flesh is everywhere. Titties hanging out, ass cheeks hanging out. I mean, these women are dressing like porn stars. And then if they catch you looking, they get mad or you try to talk to them, they get offended. But it's like, why are you dressing like that? Like you're, of course, you're going to attract that type of attention. You can't select who that attention is for unless you dress normal regularly. Well, I guess that's normal now. And then you show that to your husband for his eyes only. I don't know. But as a man, that's what I want. I don't want to be with no chick that's got all those pictures on the Internet Throwing it, putting it out there like that. You know what I mean? She for everybody. And if she for everybody, she not for me. Like the one that I want for me, she definitely going to have to be a Christian. She going to have to be serious about this. You know what I mean? Or it ain't even worth it for me because I'm not trying to do it. Nothing is worth going to hell. Like, look, just do this. If you want, if you won't do anything else that I said in this podcast, Start watching hell testimonies. Watch hell testimonies. Start studying Satanists like John Ramirez. He's an ex-Satanist. He's not a Satanist no more. Who directly worked for Lucifer. Or study these African witch doctors and these witch doctors that was able to shape shift and um, they just, you know, these people, they 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 get their power from Murdering kids, torturing kids, and drinking their blood. Because if they torture a human, uh, there's a chemical that's released into the blood um, when they're going into shock, when they're in that much fear, which is usually right before they die. It, this chemical gets emitted into the blood. And then the cannibals, they drink the blood and they actually get high off of it. And, and one way, you, not all cannibals develop this like nervous tick or whatever, but they get the shakes. So that's one way you could, it's, it depends on your blood type, but they, they get sh- the, the shakes. Uh, you've seen Hillary Clinton like that. And uh, they was just talking about how Anthony Bourdain died. Cause he was talking about, he had a video that would get Hillary Clinton locked up. And uh, that video was supposedly her at the cosmic pizza shop with a, uh, two underage girls down there, probably like 15, 16 or something like that. And they filleted her face, filleted her face. Like you would fillet a fish Wore her face, put her, her face on there on Hillary's face and, and Hillary's, uh, secretary or her, her assistant and, uh, tortured the girl, killed her and drank her blood. As because Anthony Bourdain was talking about exposing that because it was on a dark web. And if you don't know what the dark web is, look it up. But there's a dark web out there where nothing could be traced. Like the, the Internet that you're on, everything is traceable. Everything. IP addresses, locations, GPS, all that shit. The dark web, it's untraceable. And you can hire murderers on there. You can buy drugs, guns order kids, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's just for all the sick elites, basically. And, um, anyways, um, 
I wanted to talk about <clears throat> another situation. Joan Rivers, when she said that Michael Obama, everybody calls him Michelle Obama, but when she when Joan Rivers said that Barack Obama's wife was actually a transgender, was actually a man, um, she ended up dead. So um I don't know, man. The information's out there. Uh if you want to start learning about occult symbolism so you know how you're being programmed. Um, you can check out VigilantCitizen.com VigilantCitizen.com And um, Again I recommend that YouTube channel Still Small Voice But just start doing research Just be careful what you consume You know, Obviously nobody wants to get Old and get sick And age And die But sin equals death So sin equals death If you stop sinning You stop dying but the more you sin, the older you get. And it happens quickly. I mean, I know, I know, I, I've seen girls that's 24, 25, and they look like they're 62. Because all they do is do dope and prostitute. That's all they do. They, they, they suck and fuck for crack or heroin or meth or coke. You know what I mean? And they age rapidly. So if you care anything about yourself, then study the teachings of Jesus. You know what I mean? It's not even about being a Christian because all religions have been muddied up and messed with. It's just about learning the teachings of Jesus and applying them in your life and really trying to obey and you'll be able to start communicating with God and set a time every day, the same time every day where you spend time with God, even if it's only five minutes. And as soon as you wake up before you take a shower, you know what I mean? Just wake up and laying in bed like, hey, God, you know, just please forgive me. I'm new to this. Please try to help me get through this. I, I believe that you sent your son here to die for our sins, that you raise him. Um, from death, brought him back to life. You, um, and that uh, you know, I know I'm a sinner, and I don't want to be. I want to change, and just help me. I mean, just be honest, because God knows your heart, and we're not perfect. I get it, but birds of a feather flock together. So whether that's your family, your friends. Um, make the change, let them know that you're making a change. And if they don't respect that when they're around you, cut them loose because it's literally dead weight. It's something that will get you to go to hell. I had to do it. Even though I wasn't actually planning for it to happen, God made it happen. You know, I'm alone now and I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I had a family but I don't got nothing now, you know, but God, and that's right where he wants me. It's just me and him. And I still mess up, still mess up. You're getting tested all the time. You get tested in your dreams. You'll be walking a clean life out here. And then in your dreams, you're having sex or something. You know what I mean? You got to rebuke the spirit of Jezebel. It's just, it's a deep game. And. 
It only gets harder when you do become a Christian. It does not get easier at all. You're a target now. Why? Because you was going to hell and now you're not. And Satan is, is very pissed about it. He doesn't want to lose you. So he's going to send everybody he can. He's going to have your phone ringing, people hitting you up. Try it. Just try it. Just try it. Just try to stop sinning. Seriously. Just try to stop doing the things that you know is wrong. And if you don't know they're wrong, nah, I can't even say that. Because that's how God's going to judge everybody. When it's all said and done, people that didn't even know Christ... How's God going to judge them? The people in the Amazon forest that, that don't know nothing about Jesus. He's going to judge them by their actions. How they live their life. If they were good people, what they thought in their mind and their heart. Were they just acting uh, nice to, to just act it and play it off? Or were they genuinely feeling that way? When they had an argument with a friend and... They, they told their friend they forgive them, but then their friend calls them to go do something, and they're like, nah, I'm good. That means they didn't forgive them, and God will know that. You can't hide nothing from God. I mean, it's God, you know? So you can't escape God. We can't escape this. This is our reality. If you commit suicide, that's instant hell. So we can't even murk ourselves. You know what I mean? Like We can't kill ourselves. I mean, you can but you're not making it to heaven if you do that. Or you, you're going to be judged. I mean, who knows what God's going to do? You may make it to heaven. I don't know. I'm only human. But from what I know from the word, it's not looking good for you. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. <clears throat> if you out here selling dope, selling drugs, you know just like I knew. We were always running into situations and issues. I was the nicest drug dealer. I promise you. I fronted people. I always took collateral and stuff like that. I worked with a lot of people. No matter what, somebody always got over on me or tried to get over on me. There was always a situation or problem. I didn't get it. I didn't make the connection. Oh, when I sin, Satan gets permission to fuck with me even harder. Right? Because, well, this is if you're a Christian. Because if you're just sinning and you don't know God, Satan might not be fucking with you. Because he's already got you. That's why you, you see a lot of rich people, they don't seem to have any problems or worries or nothing. They don't feel like they need God or anything. They're like, man, I make this money on my own. I'm a multi-billionaire. What the fuck I need God for? So, Satan don't fuck with a lot of people that he already know coming to hell. But I'm saying if God has got his finger on your life and God is trying to reach out to you, whether you're a Christian or not, if God is, is really focused on you, which I think he is with everybody, I'm sure, you know, he gives you a break if, if he knows that you, your heart really isn't for him. If you're just so caught up in the world that, you know, he knows us better than we know ourselves. So I don't know. I don't think God ever stops. uh Fighting for us. I think as long as you're drawing breath, as long as you're breathing oxygen, uh, God's uh, got hope that he can bring you to heaven. Um, 
Uh, I mean, no sin is unforgivable. No sin is unforgivable. It doesn't matter if you're a murderer, if you're a homosexual, if you're a drug dealer, if you're a prostitute. None of that matters. If you're really serious about giving your life to Christ, it can happen. It will happen because he's going to help you make it happen. He's not going to let you go. He don't want to let you go. And honestly, I don't feel like no, none of us, none of us humans should have to go to hell. I mean, hell was made for the fallen angels and the demons. So hopefully we all get to go to heaven or stay on earth or something. You know what I mean? Either way, stay prayed up. Prayers are the most powerful thing ever. Jesus is the magic word. Yeshua HaMashiach. And uh, I just pray. I just pray that you guys come to Christ. God bless you. Love you. Amen. Feel me? Yeah.